This is the Michael K. Show podcast. Listen live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey, Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN. Uh, the Knicks play the Magic tonight. You can hear it right here on 98.7. Um, it, it's, it's the gift that unfortunately keeps on giving. Uh, Bogdanovich is questionable tonight with a sore calf. Wow. So, DiVincenzo is also questionable with the hamstring. I mean, the, the, I know this is a cliche. The All-Star break can't come soon enough for this team. I mean. They need this weekend off. They need to get away. They need, obviously, to receive treatment on their injuries because they are just going to continue to plummet in the Eastern Conference with the, with the team that they're running out there. And that's not a knock on the Knicks. You can't win without your best players. No Randall. No OG. No Mitchell Robinson. No Hartenstein. Now questionable. DiVincenzo. Bogdanovich. I, I mean, mean you can't you can't do it. And, and Brunson no. and Brunson's playing off of an injury that he came back from quick. Absolutely. So I mean they are gonna lose games. They they already lost a game for only the second time all year to a team under five hundred, helped obviously by the officials. And, and by the way, I think there's a certain amount of money you have to pay to like, um, what what what's the word I'm looking for, to appeal a game, which the Knicks did. They're not going to win. It never happens. I think it's happened seven times in the history of basketball, twice in the ABA right. and five times in the NBA. And the only time it really does happen is if there's a misappropriation of the rules or misapplication. This is not a rule. This is this is a subjective decision. It was a foul, and although we thought it was a horrendous call, you cannot tell me that there was zero contact. It had to be no. somebody in upper management, maybe even as high as James Dolan, being really ticked off as he should have been regarding losing that game, and he wants the world to know how angry they were. So they appealed the uh, the game, but it, it, nothing will come of it. Nothing. Well, the I, only I think thing there hasn't that, been a reversal since two thousand seven. The only thing that could come of it is just call more attention to possibly having change for moments at the end of the game. You still remember what happened in the Saints-Rams championship game? If that had happened week two, you know, there's probably not enough uh, outrage for for them to change any rules. Um, but because it happened in, in a playoff game, in a championship game, then there's change. You're not going to evoke change on a Tuesday in February in Houston between the Knicks and the Rockets, but the fact that it's going to be protested, it gets talked about, it won't die right away, that maybe there'll be enough people that'll talk about it to say maybe we should come up with something. There should be some challenge in the final 30 seconds where the league could buzz in and say, that's not a foul, let's change the calls. And then that could be worth it. So, maybe, maybe. Yeah, they're not going to change this call, but could it maybe come up with change later on? Yeah, I think it can. I think you're being a deep thinker. I don't think there was that much thought on this. I think that they're just, they just somebody had their nose out of joint, and I don't blame them for a horrendous call that possibly cost them the game. I can't say it cost them the game because the game was tied. It, it caught, they would have yeah. gone into overtime with an exhausted team and without DiVincenzo, so there's no guarantee they would have won. Now, you do have a complaint that, you know, the, the disparity in foul shots between the Rockets and the Knicks and the fact that Brunson never gets his share of fouls. It was a big story in the Post about it today. I understand all of that, but to appeal this – I, I think I'm using the wrong word, what they did. It's not appeal. Um, they're protesting the game? Yes. Uh, it, yes. It's, it's, it's a waste of time. 
an absolute waste of time, but I get that they're doing it. But the Knicks need to get right because all the excitement that we had, oh, they could be the second seed. Uh, they could legitimately be the third seed. They could legitimately be the f- not if you keep losing. No. And you're going to keep losing if these players don't get back. And I think we're a long way from seeing Ananobi, and I think we're longer than you think away from seeing Julius Randle. Everybody laughed. You know, everybody took Julius Randle for granted. 25 and 10 ain't easy. And they have not replaced it. It's hard to replace. So, bottom line is they've got to get healthy. We can't say that today's a must win. There's a good chance to lose today. Good chance they're going to lose to the yeah, Magic. Very good chance. And the Sixers are taking on the Heat. So, if the Sixers were to win tonight, the Knicks would go into the break as the five seed. Right. And the and, Pacers you know, are breathing down their neck after and the pa- that. Yeah, you know, the Pacers are only right now four back in the loss column, as Miami and Orlando are. And if Orlando wins tonight, now they find themselves just three back in the loss column. So, Michael, if this continues, and they've got two very difficult games coming out of the break, that you could be you could find yourself as a six or seven seed, you know, a week and a half from now, and and still waiting for these guys to be able to come back and. And as high as we are on the trade and the depth and where this team's going to be when they're healthy, God, it's going to be very hard for this team to be able to win a couple of rounds if they're doing it on the road and having to play, you know, the big three early on in the playoffs. Well, tonight you can you can listen to the game right here on 98.7, and then it's the All-Star break. Also, the Nets are playing the Celtics, second game of back-to-back against the same <laughs> oh, team. Yeah. And they made a spirited uh, attempt at a comeback, but they fell short last night. and. Mm-hmm. Probably the same thing today, but the, after this, the net schedule is one of the easiest in, in basketball after the All-Star break, and they got a chance to be a playing game. They, they well, have a chance to be a playing team. Right now, they are two back in the loss column of Atlanta. At and what they're, spot? They're, they're three in, 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 as the 11 seed, Okay, and, and they have a three-game cushion in the loss column on number 12, Toronto. So, you know, the Nets are very much alive for a play-in. But how much, you know, they're four back of Chicago for nine. So just basically I think their their hope, unless they go on a little bit of a run here, of just sneaking in as the 10 seed for the play-in. Now one of the things that certainly has put a, a damper on the fun that we usually have from 3 to 6.30 is the shooting that took place uh, in Kansas City during the Kansas City Chiefs uh, championship parade. Um, I, I heard there were 16 people that were injured. One was dead. One One pronounced dead. And, and, you know, from the outside looking in, I sometimes marvel at the bravery of individuals. There's a, there's a video out now where the guy's running, one of the, guys, one of the shooters is running, and he's shooting, and two Chiefs fans just completely tackle him. Now, yeah, just think about the bravery that takes. And ask yourself, really, just ask yourself in a quiet moment, would you do that? Chase would you have the bravery to do that? And make an actual tackle. Yeah. It's it's a crazy it's a crazy you can't really see what's happening prior to the tackle right but you can clearly see that they tackled someone to stop them it's it's crazy again we are not in a position to cover this the way it should be covered but they are covering it on ESPN television if you're interested to uh, you know have the uh, story furthered but uh, we just want to tell you that's where it is right now and it's it's just awful it's just awful people are there celebrating a championship. And, um, you know, somebody's not coming home. And, you know, 15 other people are going to the hospital. Just awful. You just never know in life. You never and you really can't tell. you really can't tell, Don, what's happening yet in, in the whole thing. I mean, if it was someone uh, attempting to have a sort of mass shooting, if you will, 
it's a little strange because it seems like they had a handgun and it also seems like they're right in the crowd with everyone and and just started kind of running so i don't know if it and they said two people were in custody so i don't know don if it was an altercation and people just started shooting at each other yeah in front of a crowd and again i don't know how much better it i i get i guess on some level as crazy as this is you sort of hope it's the latter and that it's two people were absolute maniacs and just got into yeah. it with each other and carelessly shot in a crowd you hope that i guess for society's sake more so than the idea that someone went to the chief's parade right. to have a shooting i don't remember too many if any mass shootings that involve multiple gunmen so it does seem like that might be the case it's just two warring factions decided to have a shootout in a public place like i said it's i don't know it, it better well the but boston massacre wasn't a shooting but it was the two brothers who certainly did that, detonated the bomb. Right. So, yeah, I guess maybe we can find out that they were in tandem together over something. Uh, but still, even if it is what Peter was suggesting, that it's just a, a, a an argument gone wrong, the fact that you know, however you fall on gun control, that I don't think anybody agrees that it's okay, this is the way we can settle a dispute you know, in public where people can be harmed. It, that just, that's just ridiculous. So, you know, uh, you know not to get too deep on this, but I, I think that life isn't taken that seriously anymore. The, the, the you know, the sanctity of life. Well, I mean, people just shoot, you know, indiscriminately now. They get well, into it, an argument. They take out a gun. It's like not it doesn't seem like taking a life or losing a life should be as is as big a deal as it should be. I don't know how new it is, but a lot of these things just come down to the fact that do we care about one another? You know, you get behind the wheel of a car drunk. All right, you, all right, so you don't value your own life, and you're willing to put it on the line to get home, but did it ever occur to you that you might take somebody with you because you're driving behind the wheel drunk or running a red light or doing you know, whatever stupid thing you're deciding to do? Right, you don't value your own life, or you put something ahead of your own life because you feel it's important to get somewhere or do something. But do we ever consider the collateral damage for the decisions that we make, or do we just only care about ourselves? And where we need to no, be are, and what forwards a, our life. We are definitely a narcissistic society. Oh, there's no question. Now, if you if you didn't join us early, well, shame on you. You should consume the whole three and a half hours. But the beginning of the show, Don revealed something, and, and we're going to try to prove it tomorrow during the show. Mm. A riveting moment, by the his way. His dad, um, you know, what, what was it, usually Thursday, you said? Or Friday? No, Friday, Friday. Uh, Friday, they would have a pizza, a large pie at the LaGreca household. Muscles, yes, and a big, healthy two-liter Coke, right. And then Don revealed they would eat the pizza. They'd all be at the, the kitchen table. I wish it was more like that. My kids are all over the house, right. I wonder if yours are like that too, Don. Oh, I yeah. mean, you can't like corral them to sit down and have a family moment. But Don revealed that his dad would then, after the the pie was gone, would proceed to rip the box into shreds, like you know shards whatever yeah and he would take those pieces and he would take an entire large pizza cardboard box and fit it into a two liter bottle i am dubious about that being done people have called up and said it can be done don's gonna try to do it tomorrow and 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 i have faith in you don 
and Peter was kind of making fun. It's not like we're going to sit there, put the camera on me, and then do a whole segment of me trying to do it. I'll just do it during the course of the show. But you're we'll not do... going to cheat. I mean, you're not no, going to like, throw I mean, there, pieces listen, on the, the floor. The camera's going to be on me. Anthony uh, is going to be able to keep an eye on this, so I'm not going to be throwing any out or hiding it under the table. But during the course of the show, because it, it can be pretty time-consuming, that I will do this, and then I, I will show you. I think you should get you. a scissor, because if you're ripping it, the noise will be a distraction. Don't worry. We'll make it work, buddy. All right. Now, getting back to the Chiefs, uh, mm. one thing that I had a problem with when we talked about it on Monday, I didn't think it was a good look when Travis Kelsey almost knocked over Andy Reid during the game, screaming in his face. I just don't think that's cool. I just don't. People say, well, heat of the moment. I get it. I get it. But Travis has a podcast with his brother, Jason. Quite popular. It's called the New Heights Pod. And Jason, to his credit, called out Travis for bumping Reed. Here's here's that call out. The broadcast showed you having a heated exchange with Coach Reed. <laughs> so heated. People are all over this. I mean, I get it. You cross the line. I think we can both agree on that. I can't get that fired up to the point where I'm bumping Coach and it's getting him off balance and stuff. I mean, let's be honest. The, the yelling in his face, too, is over the top. I think there's better ways to handle this. I love Coach Reed. Coach Reed knows how much I'd love to play for him. I'm not playing for anybody else but Big Red. If he calls it quits this year, I'm, I'm out there with him, man. He ain't calling it quits. Come on now. He's not. I immediately wish I would have took a back. Coach Reed actually came right up to me after that and he just let him know hey man i love your passion i got cameras on me all over the place man he's letting you know not not to be like that just fired me up even more to go out there and get a f-ing victory for him man big red sorry if i uh, caught you with that cheap shot baby but damn i love winning with you you gotta have your head on a swivel because next time he gets fired up at you he's coming hot at you you know that oh yeah i deserve it if he would have cold cocked me in the face right there i would have just ate it and just been like yeah let's f-ing go it is interesting that Reed went up to him. I mean, that that's kind of new information. Said, you know, I got cameras all over me. You can't do that. So, I mean, Reed understood how it looked. It's not a great look because there are certain athletes. If it was done, like if the Jalen Brunson did it to Tom Thibodeau, uh, it wouldn't be a good look. It's just not a good look. And 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 he was off balance and and looked like he was about to go down. I don't know if he he got saved by Travis, but that that's. That's an inability to control your emotions. I'm glad that Jason Kelsey at least called him out a little I mean, bit. And who better to call you out than your brother? I mean, real quick, uh, Anthony, did you edit that clip, or is that the clip fresh, like from the show? Fresh outside of like two or three, in, like uninterrupted seconds of nothing. Right, right. But otherwise, because does it sound to you like their show is just cut together incredibly tightly? Yeah. Yes. But it's a clip they, they put up. They could have edited it. Too. I don't know. Oh, so, they, so, oh, so it's their edited clip right. from the show. Got I got it, it okay. from, yeah, on, off of uh, X. I got that, it they, that they posted for people to consume. Okay, Correct. I mean, listen, it's, it's, it's a nice conversation. Uh, obviously, you know, one of the reasons athletes love having their own podcast is because when a situation like this comes up, they can control the narrative and have a conversation with their brother where it looks like they're kind of being held accountable and... It all ends up hunky dory and fine, but you know, right. I, I, you know, I didn't take that much from it to be honest with you. Well, I mean, this is a little behind the scenes, but I think we've talked about this on the air before. I love Ryan Hurley. We're very close. When he was the PD, however, there'd be times we would get into it. You guys saw, mm-hmm. like, it never got physical because he could drop kick me, and also we're not we're not involved in a physical sport here, you know. So it never got to a point where I got in his face or did what. Uh, Kelsey did to coach but there were times we'd really go at it 
And I think the reason why we were so comfortable going at it is because how much we cared about each other. Like, I wouldn't do that to somebody I wasn't close to. Like, sometimes when you're really close to somebody, you will explode because you know at the end of the day when the dust settles, you guys are going to be cool. So was he over the top? Sure. But he probably did that because he knew that their relationship can handle that. Now, we're watching it from afar, and it looks terrible. But if they're that close, then they, I can see them both not thinking it's that big of a deal. I, I agree. I agree with that also. I don't think it's that big a deal. I didn't think it was that big a deal that day. Is it an ideal look? No. But really, it's just the fact that Andy was kind of off balance and, and kind of tipped a little bit that made it look really bad. So so let me ask you, and I'm not, I'm not trying to stir it up here. When, oh, when they here showed that clip, right? You are not startled and go, wow. I, I, I was stunned that, that Nance and Romo didn't go further on it. I mean, it was he jarring. almost knocked over 65-year-old men. It was jarring to see. You don't see it that often. Right. Yeah, that's I, how I, was I like, felt. I, I definitely was like, wow, uh, that's not ideal. But I didn't think it was a huge deal either. I thought it was earth-shattering, frankly. Really? Yeah, I thought the earth was going to spin off its axis. Uh, wow. That's what I felt. <laughs> but that's just me. I'm, I'm overreaction Mike. That's me. That's why I'm so good at this radio business. But everything can be true. It, it's a bad optic. Absolutely. Uh, was, he, was Kelsey wrong? Sure. But it's not that earth-shattering after you, you realize the relationship and it's all cool. Now, Juan BMD said about the pizza box thing, he just needs to put it in water, then it'll become pulp and push into bottle. You have to set parameters. So you have said there's no water involved, there's no liquid involved. No. This was all done with an empty bottle, and my father was not dipping it in water, and I'm not going to dip it in water. So it's not going to be compromised. I am going to tear the box into pieces, and all the pieces from the box will be in the two-liter soda bottle at the end. That's the objective. So I'm not going to hide any pieces. I'm not going to dip it in water. I'm not going to chew on it. I'm not going to sandblast it. I'm not going to you know, set fire to anything. It's all just going to be tearing it apart into pieces small enough that it'll all end up in that box. What I, happened so in the bottle? Work. 20 what? years ago today, Yankee-related. So 20 years ago today, so that is 2014. Wow, so that's like right. This is in the very, the, the absolute infancy of TMKS on yes. T- Twenty years ago, right? Twenty years. Twenty years. Two, 20 oh, years. I think we have another unfortunate Don drop. Yeah, that's uh, that's just not me not listening. Twenty. Not so two thousand and four. Right. Oh, then the the Yankees traded for a Rod. That's right. Because I was at the I was at the Daytona five hundred. That is that when you proposed to Nancy? That was when I proposed to Nancy. What do you think is a bigger moment in your family? A Rod coming to the Yankees or the proposal? Uh, well, can on. I, Don? Can I answer? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if it was A Rod coming to the Mets, it would still be me proposing to Nancy, especially doing it at the Victory Lane at the Daytona 500. We snuck into because the security guard was asleep, and we got to watch the last hundred laps from Victory Lane, and had confetti drop on top of us when Dale Jr. won. It was pretty cool. A moment in time. But but at that time, now the, the the thing is that was reported. I was on the air. They they literally put me in a closet at the Daytona 500 in the press room like closet is where I did the show, and it was first reported by John Heyman, if I'm not mistaken, Michael. 
And I'm like, this isn't going to happen. This can't happen. And then it starts, then it, then it gains traction. And who do you think was the celebrity at Daytona? I think he might have been there as the Grand Marshal. Well, wait a minute. You lost me. They put you in a clock. John Heyman reported it? I thought John Heyman was the first to report the trade. Oh, oh you, you, you're you going back. Okay, you're going back to the A-Rats. Okay. I, I thought John Heyman was covering racing there. I missed No, it. no, 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 no. He, rep- he reported about, and I'm, and I'm on the air doing a show. I wasn't doing a show about the Daytona 500. They sent me there to do that, but I wasn't going to talk about that. I was talking about A-Rod. But the Grand Marshal of all people, Peter, was Ben Affleck. So they did. A, they brought him in for a press conference to discuss the evil empire getting Alex Rodriguez. It was hilarious. Did you see the long cut of the uh, the Duncan commercial? It's pretty funny. Well, the one of them like throwing. Well, it was four minutes. I mean, I guess they they cut it down to a sixty minute com- sixty second commercial, but it, it's got really funny stuff in it. It was pretty good. I thought that was good. Yeah. You don't seem overly impressed, though. The only I like I told you. You know, he's not a commercial guy. He's not a halftime guy. That's not who he is. The 20 old, years told, ago today, Yankee-related. So 20 years ago today. So that is 2014. Yeah, I just, that was just, that's, that's just, just that's moron. just, I, it's, it's, it's so it's disturbing, Peter. It really it, it, is. It, it's on brand is what it is. But it's disturbing. I mean, well, I, remember we all I have love our it. moments. Like we said this before with, when, when you had the, you were hideous. We should get you help, but you know what I'm saying? We laugh was, at it. We make it a But do you realize bit. he was fishing for protest just moments ago? He kept saying appeal, appeal. He was fishing for protest, Peter. Right. We all have our moments, okay? Yeah, but <laughs> Let's when all relax. That, that's so cut When a penalty's a helmet. We've had we all so you've had a lot of them, and no, we no, no. should get you we, some No, help. no, no. We just don't, no, you because because you're somebody, and Peter, please back me up here. John I always Heyman do. was a mangy mess with the, right. with the oh, Red Sox. Oh, you made mangy, ma- mangy, whatever Dude, it is. I'm telling you, you don't even know the teammates that you have. There are times that you have those moments, and yeah. we let it go. Yep. You never let our moments go. No. So That's it always nonsense. seems like it's a bigger I deal. I let a lot of your moments go. Stop just it. so many of them. Stop it. Now you're making it up. You wouldn't even be able to come up with an example of the time years, you laid let's out. See, tw- and you took time, 20 years, so that's, that's 2014. That's a scream for help. But he's such a bad guy, Peter. Such Peter? A, you know what? Peter? I'm going to make Peter. it my- Am yeah. I right or wrong? That it's a scream for help? Screaming for help. <laughs> no, it Please, was- my friends, help me here. No, it was it was more proof that Don is a functional moron. But it wasn't me telling. And I'll back. I'll, I'll support that. I'll march with you on that. Thank you. I'll, I'll do placards and everything. But uh, that I need help. He said penalties a helmet twice in one sentence. It happens. Yeah. You, you a master of words, couldn't come up with mangy. You struggled yeah. on the air with. No, no, and no, those and are the ne- ones we just can't let Hold go. On. And and Don, by the way, he never got it right. He didn't eventually find me. He didn't know it was the word. What do they call those? An, an homina? Is that the way you say it? Ad hominem. But that's, again, that's moron. That's not needing help. Right. That's just not knowing. But that's a, that's a very thin line between needing help and it, being No, you make, you make it seem like it's a thin line. It's not, it's not thin at all. All right. Yeah, it's rock you know, solid so, thick. So, like, in a couple of years, when you, why didn't you guys alert me? Like what you say when, when I was hideous, why didn't you tell me? This is proof positive. Save the tape, everybody, because I'm here, and he's saying, no, there's nothing wrong. Okay, good. Nothing wrong. I'm good. I'm and good. again, this all comes down to this, Peter, hmm. that God forbid he's right. 
and I'm in a home, and you guys gather in the lobby, and Nancy's there, and my mom's there, and it's like, oh, I can't believe that Don like had this breakdown. How did we not see? Michael's going to be giggling. I saw. I saw. Mark, and you're going to hang on. Yeah. You're going to hang on the rim right there. Celebrating, Peter. Let's make sure we're together on this. We got to Thelma and Louise this that every single time he makes a mistake, we I don't care if we're in the middle of an interview with uh, with Boone. <laughs> Bang, we jump it's, right you on know, it. I, you it, know it, what? I, I welcome it. He'll get so angry. It all so be kidding. It would end no, in a fist No, I'm good fight. with it. I'm in for the long haul. Rip Thank me. you, my friend, and I will see you soon. Say hi to everybody. All right, be well. You, you say hello to. Yeah, you guys okay. didn't make Take much care, of Michael. that. It's Michael K. You with me much here. Of that, did you? We wouldn't even know about it. Though the point is, it. we all have our moments. But not when it comes to math. Math is concerning to me. But it wasn't math. I know what twenty years. I can do the math. It's just for some reason I just start getting quick and. I just lose it for a second. It's not like I don't know right. math. It's just that I got to pay got, a little bit closer attention. You guys hey, got got what? I really don't like you. Right. I've from got damaged goods. From Thanksgiving all the way to the big game is typically a sports fan's season of eating, but now it's time to get ready for spring training. Reach out to NJ Diet today. Their results are nearly twice as fast as weight loss injections and without any of those nasty side effects. With NJ Diet, you will lose 20 to 40-plus pounds in only 40 days, contractually guaranteed. They use your hair and saliva, along with scans to personalize natural solutions and supplements that get your body into the fat-burning zone. Then NJ Diet uses your DNA info to help keep the weight off. Lose a contractually guaranteed 20 to 40-plus pounds in only 40 days. That's much quicker than the injections and safer, too. NJ Diet is all natural, no hormones, no prepackaged foods, no shots. You even get Dr. T's personal email and phone number. Call 855-5NJ-DIET, 855-5NJ-DIET. Schedule your consult today at njdiet.com. That's njdiet.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. 
Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hey, buddy, hey. Catch the show on demand wherever you want. Just subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. So I want to apologize to Don. Why's that? Well, I don't want you to think I think it's something like that can't be fixed, that you're in the beginning of the throes of, of something awful. It could just be wiring. It could be uh, you, oh, come you've, on. Got, you've got you've got some kind of, um, you know, vitamin imbalance. One of the Steve's, the doctor said, have Don come in for a checkup with me. I'd love to help him out. No, it's, it might on. not be serious. He's just going to keep going. Yeah, you got some nerve. You're going to continue I'm trying to help you because I love you. So how do you explain the mangy then? I, I, I couldn't come up with the word. I couldn't. I, I knew so? it was M-A-N-G-Y. But you don't know how to pronounce like mangy? I, I didn't real. I, I didn't realize it was mangy, but I knew I, I know. I mean, maybe I'm just advanced. 24 minus 20 is four, not 14. No, see, you're changing the subject, though. That, that's the unfortunate part. You're changing the subject. Let's drop this. I just want you to know, Don, the Steves are, are ready for you if you need. If well, tell, you need. Tell, tell all the Steves to go scratch, all right? How you like I, that? You know, I, I, don't, I don't need them to diagnose me from afar, all right? Bah! There's only one person that I'll no, allow to do that. No, they're not diagnosing. They said that if April. you want to check up, you can, they, 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 they're there for you. Dr. April's my friend. If he hears something in my voice on the radio, he's more than welcome to call me. And one of the Steves also has my phone number, so if he's so, so concerned, then he can friend. call me. But none of them, none of these Steves that I know work on the mind, and it's just, it's, it's just a brain fart. That's all that it is. I can do the math, just like you're a wordsmith, and you can't come up with mangy. You couldn't come up with protest. I mean, to me, mangy is not the problem. The problem was earlier when I couldn't come up with a peel or a protest. You're doing it again, yeah. and it's all, and it's all the news. And the, the, the Knicks are protesting. You can't come up with protest. An appeal is the same thing. You can it doesn't matter. It it's the same thing. You even said, I, why, why I keep saying I'm using the wrong word. You knew Listen, it was wrong. You I'm still couldn't the, come up I, with it. I am I'm mature, unlike you, and I know I've lost a lot of feet off my fastball. I but, get it. A lot of yeah. what? It's fall, feet off lost my some fastball. Speed. I, I don't. I don't think that's it. I just think that when you talk extemporaneously for three and a half hours every day, there's going to be moments of uh, little lapses here and there. Do I think something we joke about stroke? But do I think something's wrong with Peter when he said penalties a helmet twice? No, no we did. You and I spoke off the air that we thought something was wrong. That's not true. <laughs> See, he won't he's, stop. He's, he's a bad guy. No, but when you bring we up doctors, Peter, you know that it. That's a sensitive spot for you because Don's worried he's going to croak any day. No, nobody worries about croaking more than me. Let's go to Will in Sacramento. Will. What's going on, fellas? How you doing? Good. How are you? Will, how about you? I'm good, man. Actually, I'm calling in. I just want to say thank you guys. Today is Love Day. Uh, You know, Valentine's Day. It's also my birthday today. Happy birthday. birthday. uh, I appreciate it, guys. Thanks a lot. Yeah, uh, I'm from the Bronx originally. I'm an Air Force veteran here living in Sacramento. Uh, Big fan of you guys. I just want to thank you for all you've done. I remember listening to you guys when I was out. In the Middle East, when I was deployed out there, you guys got me through a lot of tough days out there, man. So I appreciate it. Well, Pete, I'm a service. big fan, man. I appreciate that, Mike. Thanks a lot, man. Pete, I'm a big fan. Uh, you're killing it on the Patreon. You're killing it with Michelle, even oh, though she God. sounded sick on that last episode. She really uh, did not sound very good. But, yes, she was trying her best. 
Yeah, no, she did great, man. So, yeah, I'm just calling to say thanks to you guys for always being there, uh, for all your listeners, man. I appreciate it. Thanks, man. Well, thank nice you, Will. Call. Thank you, Will. I love Will. Nice. I love I, Will. I told He's you. Great. I love Will. So, Michelle, going out and partying in Vegas got her sick, didn't it? Didn't it? Why don't people just she... listen to me? Well, what do you mean? She didn't want to go. Beetle doesn't like to leave her house. She, yeah, but she, she did was... go, right? Well, she had to. She worked hey, for can... FanDuel. You right. know, she had to be in Vegas. No, 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 no. But she went out with the Russo crew. You think that's when she definitely oh. got sick was when oh, she went course. to dinner with the I Russo would, I would not describe going out to dinner with Russo's crew as a party. Yeah, exactly. You don't think they're fun Please. people? No. I, and I know every single a, one of them. A, two, uh, an ex, a multi-year extension with ESPN? Who did? Russo. Oh, I don't care. Oh, the Mad Dog? No, uh, Billy Russo. Oh. Have I Gio love Bill on Russo. ask him how, what he thinks of it. What did yeah. you say, Don? I'm not going to repeat it. Well, people did hear it. Except <laughs> he, was, I he, was alluding, he was alluding to the fact that our company on a national level <laughs> likes to promote our competitive radio station and not us. Yeah. That's what he was doing. Well, he's not, he's not on a competitive radio station of us. No, 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 but that's what Don's line was. Yeah, oh. Not anymore. <laughs> they took but him from there and gave him top 30 billing. 30 on him. Right. But now it played out yeah, great because he's here. Right. No, but Let's, I know all those Russo people. and they're, they're fine people, but I wouldn't describe going out to dinner with them as a party. No. It's a number of people together having drinks and dinner. That's bordering party. Here we go. But you made it seem like that she got sick because she was out you know, partying all night. You dancing don't know. and drinking on tables and stuff. No, she just went out there and it was a nice dinner with some good people. Right? Go to Nino in Connecticut. Nino. Hey, guys. Long time. Long time listener. Um, I just wanted to talk about the cardboard box sitting in the two-liter bottle. What do you think, Nino? Nino. Why can why can it not happen? Now, if you think about it, if you if you have a cardboard box, right, and you step on it and you crush it and you fold it up, why is it not possible to fit that box inside of a two liter bottle? If you take square inches, if you want to right. get all scientific, you take your square inches in the space you have. Why can he not crumble that, twist it up, flip it in there, and jam it down? It's true. Uh, well, Caller, what's your name? He, what's your name again? Nino. Nino. You, Nino. Nino. That's what I've been. Nino. Nino. I'm sorry. Uh, Nino. It's what I've been saying all day long. I don't know why Michael thinks this is so crazy. Ripped into thin strips. This is like it could easily fit all those strips flatly laid on top of each other across the bottom of the the bottle. I don't Nino. get it. it Nino. It's Listen. simple. It's simple. I, Somebody I, as smart as Mike with his vocabulary, you should be able to figure this out. Listen, you you might be right. Don's dad might have been right. Don could be right. It's rare that Peter's right, but I just <laughs> I can't picture it. I'll be proven wrong tomorrow if it could happen. To me, a, a large pizza box ripped into strips. I can't see it fitting. But hey, I'm probably wrong since Don lived it. I think it can't happen. We'll see if it does tomorrow on the K show. Are you? I mean, you know, listen. Phil Mushnick didn't like, you know, uh, uh, Would You Wednesday that was about sleeping with our competitors. But what he you said is that, going by the way, not me. Right, right. I said it. You would never say such a thing. Um, however, he is going to love. Will, Pizza Box Thursday? Will, yeah. 
PBT? Will or won't Don be able to fit a pizza box into uh, a two-liter? Hey, uh, question for you, Michael. Yeah? Uh, I got a pair. I'm getting a pair of frames, beautiful frames. Wait, wait, like picture frames or like eyeglass frames? Eyeglasses. Okay. Now, I want to get readers because I know I need them. I can already tell I I could use it, you know, for... It's a humbling moment. It is a humbling moment, but I got to say... I saw Paul O'Neill's spirit crushed when he had to do it. Yeah, but the thing is, I'm almost rushing the moment because the glass... Don, I'm kind of rushing it because the glasses I found were so fire. You know what I mean? Okay. You got to do it. You got to do it. You're picking them up at CVS. They're not from CVS. Uh, You got to you got to do it in a way that you're going to enjoy it. But my question is this: so I get the frames, then what do I do? Then you'll have to go to an optometrist. It's an optometrist, right? It's not an ophthalmologist. I think either one could do it. Just go to an eye doctor. Well, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, and help me out. What's the difference between an optometrist and an ophthalmologist? I do not know. An an optologist, I guess, would be a doctor. An optometrist, an ophthalmologist would be a doctor. An optometrist is someone who just gives you like prescription glasses. No, I think of an optometrist. Optometrist is a doctor too. An ophthalmologist is a psychiatrist. And a psychiatrist. Go l- listen. It starts out like one point five. So you say you're, you're not like that far along. It starts off right. at like point seven five, then one, then one point two five, one point. Just go to CBS and bu- do that. You save yourself a lot of money and heartache. Well, that's what I'm saying. But can I get? Can I do that and just put them in the nice frames? You have to go somewhere to put them in the nice frames. Well, you, your frames are probably knowing you, they're probably like Elton John frames with like stars and everything. So you're not going to get that that glass to fit in that. Oh, boy. Optometrists just examine. Ophthalmologists can also perform surgeries on the. Ah, oh, there you go. Oh, Thank you very much. But they're that's both it. doctors. Right. I believe so. They're yes. Both- I got an eye doctor that'll knock your socks off in the Bronx. Doctor, really? known him for years. He's not a Steve either. Oh, really? Not a Steve? Not no. sure I trust him. Yeah. He's a Ralph. Very rare to get a Ralph doctor. <laughs> I don't trust a Ralph doctor. No, when I when I was a kid, I don't <laughs> Dr. know. I, Ralph, I think he's retired. Doctor Ralph does not work for me. I, I'm telling you right now, Michael. Doctor Ralph sounds like you met him at a carnival. He had a <laughs> hot dog sticking out of his mouth. I do not trust this guy. Now, the eye doctor in Hawthorne when I was a kid, I didn't go to him, but he was just known to be there. Was he um, a quack? No, is. <laughs> His first name was Seymour. What a great name for an idol. Seymour. Oh, I love it. You're Is right. That great or what? Dr. Seymour Pollock. And they're, they're, I, I, I have a. a... <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know he's going to say it. It's funny. I'm not going to say it. You sure? Uh, yeah. I have a proctologist. His, his, his first name was Pooplus. It's unbelievable. Oh. Um, somebody, Carolyn on X just asked me, Don. Did Don ever get the Cadillac of cough buttons after his last rant? I have. It's right here. I just haven't installed uh, it yet. Oh, I, I do have it. it though. And then on Friday, uh, can we hear it? Yes. Try. Oh, you you don't have it Come yet. Come on, Rodney, no, wake no. up! Uh, Sports right. Illustrated uh, tweeted out: CBS announced what? on Wednesday, longtime announcer Vern Lundquist is going to retire after broadcasting his 40th Masters tournament in April. That's the one and where then, Don's it- going to be there. According, according, exactly, and, and according to the article, CBS afterwards said, this is good enough for you, Don? <laughs> Don was trying to get Nance out, but they got Lundquist out instead. Hey, and okay? you know what? what? What's the greatest thing that you remember from Vern Lundquist? Um, Again, great announcer, football, golf, college basketball. I think college basketball when I think him. I think Happy Gilmore. Oh, he's wonderful. Wonderful. 
So then you think Bob Barker, Happy Gilmore, rather than Price is Right. Yes, because I, 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 I did not find the Price is Right entertaining whatsoever. So you when you're home for you were homesick, you didn't watch The Price is Right? No. Well, what's wrong with you? Really? Oh, and you know what? You know how I know that's true? I was listening to Busted Open the other day on Fight Nation, <laughs> listening to the great Dave LaGreca, and he's having a question, and I forget what they were talking about. He's having a conversation, I should say, and I forget how they got there, but they started talking about great announcers, and, and Bully Ray brings up Rod Roddy, and, and, and Dave LaGreca had no idea who Rod Roddy was. <laughs> what's wrong with people? And, and, and Michael, I thought, what's wrong with this man? No chance Don would know Rod Roddy. Now, Don, do you not know Rod Roddy? No. Oh. Now, how about this, though, Peter, oh, too? Depraved. A you're, depraved you're, household. You're a 14-year-old. Yeah, there's stuff in pizza boxes in two-liter bottles, but not watching The Price of Right. If you're a 15-year-old boy and you're home from school yeah, because you're you sick. Oh, well, there's things you could do, Michael. You probably but, but, didn't but, discover but, but, it for okay, 10 years. Okay, but I'll read you into that. All right. The Price is Right. If you don't like the little guy coming down the the, uh, the, the mountain and that great little song. and You don't like Plinko. All of those things. They had the most beautiful women as the models. How could you not watch that, Don? I'm good. Didn't find it entertaining. Didn't care about it. Now hey, you give me you're... a family feud. Loved it. Give me a match game all day. Wow. So you're a big I, Brett I... Summers guy. I mean, I, I found her funny. Fanny Flag. Yes. Um, big fan. For you Nick fans out there, tonight's game against the Magic just got a lot more difficult. No DiVincenzo. No Hartenstein. Oh, my gosh. No Bogdanovich. Oh, boy. Win that. Bayridge Honda, your go-to Honda dealer, serving the five boroughs of New York, is celebrating President's Day with their Dollar Down President's Day event. Drive home a brand-new Civic or HRV with just $1 down, or keep your current ride running smoothly with $1 oil changes. Shop the Dollar Down President's Day event only at your President's Award winner, Bayridge Honda, online at BayridgeHonda.com. $1 down payment with approved credit for well-qualified buyers. Not all will qualify. Oil change plus tax, shop supplies, and disposal fee. Diesels and some models higher. Limit one per customer, up to five quarts of oil. No further discounts apply. See dealer for details. Ends two twenty nine twenty four. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Well, that's awesome. Looking for more access to the show? That's right, man. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at TMKS ESPN. The Point God. You have made no good points, Peter. You're so right, Michael. I think you made some salient points. Yeah, because you're an ass. Your first instinct is to rip it. Then you're not a fan of the team. You're just a fan of the rings. You're a fan of the championships. And if this team wasn't great, 
and didn't have the pedigree and didn't win a bunch of championships when you were a kid, you'd be a Met fan or a Dodger fan or not a baseball fan at all. You're not a fan of the team if you're ripping into the manager having a press conference. You should be excited about that. If you're a baseball fan, it's been a long winter. Your team was 82-80. and 80. They went on and acquired the best, one of the best players in baseball. Expectations are they're going to compete for a championship. You don't get excited today for your manager speaking? Then you're not a fan. I'm sorry. You're not a fan. Well, there you have it. It's two to one. I have one on uh, Monday and Tuesday. Dom wins today. So it's going to be a barn burner the last two days. Be nice if Peter ever won one. Yeah, I guess I don't say anything worthwhile. Huh? Hmm. Mike. Oh, by the way, um, Tom Thibodeau said he expects all three that are out tonight to be ready after the All-Star break. So that's DiVincenzo, Bogdanovich, and Hartenstein. Mike in New Jersey. Mike? Yes, hello. Uh, thanks for uh, taking my call. You got uh, two, it. Items in a, two items and a question. All right. Um, love is uh, probably one of most, uh, our most noble emotions, and uh, it proves our possible optimism. And you'd have to be a cynic uh, not to enjoy the Travis Kelsey, uh, Taylor Swift uh, romance. Uh, <clears throat> you know, we just hope we look at it and we hope that maybe it'll work out. Maybe it's not the real thing, but let's hope it is. And that's about it. And I like the way uh, you think. Thank you. And uh, part two, this is a very zany idea uh, before I ask my question. This is a very a zany idea. This would not be adopted even if Adam Silver were my brother-in-law. But uh, you say you don't like that three-point line, correct? Right. And the three-point line is essentially basketball's homer. Uh, Wow, three points, that's a homer. Okay, so we enjoy that. However, if you wanted to make – now get ready to poo-poo me. If you wanted to make the game better, it's not three points anymore. Guess what it is? One. 2.5. 2.5. 2.5. 2.5. Hmm. That's tough. It's not yeah. that not that hard for that to so clock to calculate that. Now you're you've got the ball. You're behind the line. Should I shoot it and get two only two and a half? Should I drive in? Changes the game. I think makes it more competitive. And well, it's a zany idea. And it's it, never it going to be zany, but it is interesting. It is interesting because it changes the calculus, right? Where you know it makes sense to shoot forty percent from three. Rather than, you know, I don't know, 40% from two. I mean, let's make it easy. Obviously, it makes sense. So that's why they throw up 103-point shots. So if you make it two and a half, I think the calculus still is it's worth taking a chance rather than a two-point shot, but not as much. But I don't think they'll ever eliminate the three-point shot. I, I don't think they're unhappy about it. No, but, you know, it do, it's not the same basketball. No, but I do think there's a generation that eats it up. More points, you know. Steph Curry, very popular. They, you know, when Lillard was hitting it from the logo, I think there's a generation that doesn't like it, but they live with it. And I think there's a generation that eats it up. I don't know anybody that enjoys analytics in baseball. There's nothing to enjoy. There, there's no added excitement to it. It just becomes nerdy. It becomes numbers. And I could see it affecting football, but you know, but it, it still, there's going to be people like I like them going for it on fourth down. I like them going for two and putting the game on the line. So let's go I, to um, yeah. 
Brett, New Jersey. Brett. What's going on? Uh, happy Valentine's Day, first and oh, foremost. Same to you, my to love. To you guys. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. Um, Don, I have a hockey question for you if we want sure. to pivot for a second to the Rangers. Um, so I originally wanted to ask this question uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, actually, it was more like a couple months ago when the Rangers were super, super hot. But now that they've kind of uh, cooled off a little bit, I just want to know, you know, no Kane, no Tarasenko. What are we thinking as far as playoffs go? You know, I, I'll be honest, you know, Wheeler and uh, all the guys that they've picked up, I, I don't know if I see them getting it done. I love the Rangers. I watch every single game. What, what do you think? I don't know. Oh, I, if, I had, if I had to pro- prognosticate now as currently constituted, I don't think they're going to win a cup. But I do right. think they're going to make a move to try to get another winger, someone. I don't know if it's going to be Fatrano. I don't know uh, who it's going to be. But I do think they're going to make another move because I just believe so funny. offensively they're a little stale. Their power plays a little stale. So I do think that they're going to have to make some sort of a move. I'd like to pick up another defenseman as well. So I'm still going to hold out, hope that they can make a run. But as presently constituted, I, I don't. I'm not as confident. But I do think Chris Drury will make a deal. There you go. Did you yeah. uh, Did you see um on Instagram, Don? ESPN New York put out. Um, Last minute Valentine's Day card, and it's a picture of you with your arms crossed, smiling. It says, "Me, you, Budweiser nips over Gypsy's Pond, Gypsy Pond, behind Clixie's. Two blank from blank, and it's you smiling. So if you haven't gotten a Valentine's Day card, print that out off of Instagram. In your pants. <laughs> I did not see that. That's cool. They, oh, then uh, they have. They have. I get it. They have one for um, Bart. Can't wait to be your Valentine. Yeah, they have one for Rick, saving all my love for you. Yeah, they have me see at dinner tonight. I'm in. They have Peter. Will you be my Val Entine? That's a tough one. And don't want to be Han Solo tonight. <laughs> that that one's that one's not bad. And Dave stumped me. Oh no. Yeah, yeah that's unfortunate. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey, Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.